Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress-them-on-the-third-date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This podcast on 97.3 The Fan is brought to you by Hamul Casino, San Diego's closest casino. Real close, real friendly, real fun. Our friend AJ Casavell from MLB.com, and he joins us right now in our premier Chevrolet of Carlsbad Fan Hotline. Let's just get right to AJ this morning. Wish you a happy offseason, AJ. Thanks, guys. Uh, is there an off season? I guess last year there was. Yep. But I don't know. Without the lockout, is there, there's no off season. Well, no it's, it started with a bit of a you know a bit of a bang. You know, you got the uh, Edwin Diaz deal, the Robert Suarez deal. You saw Montero get locked up by the the Astros, and I was kind of uh, excited. It, the hot stove was bubbling a little bit, and then it kind of went cold over the weekend, as it tends to do. Um, but yeah, I mean, I, I think. The fact that we have a, a real off season again is exciting. I was reading your, you know, kind of uh, three things, three takeaways, and Nick Martinez uh, remains kind of out there in the ether right now. Have you heard anything about him? And you said in here the Padres do view him as a starter. I was kind of thinking, I wonder if that's the holdup. Like if if that's the holdup with Nick Martinez and the Padres not doing a deal right now. If he says I want to start, and they say, well, you were much better in your other roles. Um, you know, we can't guarantee that. What are what are your thoughts? I don't. I don't think that's the holdup. I think. I, I think both sides are pretty interested in a reunion. I think also the fact that Nick Martinez made it past the the deadline means well now there's no urgency to get it done by a certain time. And so uh, maybe there's maybe down the road he would look to explore somewhere else. But for now, it, it's a it's a Nick Martinez kind of Padres discussion. Um, from there, I mean, he wants to be a starter, and the Padres have told him, "Hey, you can be a starter." That doesn't necessarily mean that that like when you get to next September, late next season, and you're looking to put things together for how you fare best in the postseason, maybe maybe you move Nick Martinez back into that one-two inning role out of the bullpen that he did so well during the second half. Yeah. But if you kind of look at this roster and what the Padres need, they, they need a starter a lot more than they need that guy right now, uh, at least in terms of like chewing up innings and how you're going to get through a Major League Baseball season. So. I think for the most part, those two sides are on the same page there. Maybe the Padres, I mean, and you know what? If Nick Martinez goes out there and shoves off season and 
posts like a 320 ERA or something as a starting pitcher and, and establishes himself as a guy that can continually work deep in games. I don't know. Maybe you enter the stretch run of the season and say, hey, he is a starter. Yeah. Um, but that's that's something I think you allow him to him to prove over the course of the season. And I think the Padres, like, well, what they need right now with those kind of three guys at the front of their rotation, what they need is, is a starting pitcher more than a reliever behind those three. AJ, uh, the Padres have actually taken some criticism nationally about the Robert Suarez deal, and not just from rabble-rousers who, who like to complain about things, but analytically-minded writers, guys like Keith Law, Bradford Doolittle, who say it's, it's an overpay or at least a, a way too long of a contract for a reliever. Do you see, is that a fair criticism of that deal, or given what other relievers are getting now, does it, does it feel more in line with, with a fair deal in your mind? I think it might be a fair criticism if you want to just kind of look at if you want to look at it in a vacuum and what Robert Suarez has accomplished. But if you look at maybe what his what his stuff is and what his ceiling is and the confidence the Padres have that like what the version we saw in August and September is that guy going forward, um, the Padres better be right about that. That's all. That's all that this deal tells me. And from what I saw and from like the guy I got to know over the course of the season, he seems like a, a, a someone who can sustain what he was able to do in the second half of this season. So the criticism is absolutely fair because he's thrown, he's thrown 50 major league innings or whatever, but he's also, it's also about what he's done in, in the past in Japan and kind of how well his stuff plays and how he established himself in the second half of this season. You can't be certain of the version you're going to get going forward, but the other part of it all is that this relief market is, is pretty barren and, Robert Suarez was maybe one of the best options out there after Edwin Diaz, and the Padres went out and got him, and now fortified the back end of their bullpen. And I mean, the other thing is, it's it's, it's not it's not my money. He's a good player, and the Padres Padres got a good player for for a decent amount of time. Yeah, I, I like the deal myself. I thought it was kind of in the sweet spot. Both, you know, he certainly earned a raise. Uh, there's no question. We're talking to our pal AJ Casavell here on Ben and Woods. Obviously, the Soto uh, extension was brought up down there as well. Um, you know, there's a couple of names, kind of outlier guys. You know, Mike Clevenger. I saw him in the news a little bit this weekend. Um, and I, you know, you never can believe uh, what you read on Twitter, especially these days. It's a little bit more difficult to uh, ascertain what's truth and 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 what's not. But I saw he was getting some interest from a team like the Angels, who would need definitely starting pitching. I mean, I I don't know what Clev's got left in the tank. I know that was a a really tough way to end it if that was his last uh, outing as a Padre. For sure, Sean Manaya uh, is another one as well in free agency. Do you think either one of those two guys they'll look at to bring back? They would have to take a, a deal that's probably like a discount, a deal that's just a little more team friendly than they might get somewhere else. Just because where the Padres are right now is maybe looking—they're just looking for a lot more stability than what you have with those two guys. And those two guys, I think we've seen, can rise to some pretty high highs. But with Clevenger and with Sean Manaya, they're not. You don't know what you're going to get going into the season. You can't go into the season with the possibility that you're going to get what you got in September and down the stretch and in the postseason when they were pretty poor. And that kind of pitcher tends to be more readily signable for a team that, that might be trying to take a chance and catch lightning in a bottle, not a team that has World Series aspirations and and needs stability in the back of its rotation. Um and so, I mean, if, I, if I'm just sizing it up right now, like those are the kinds of guys that a different team signs for a decent amount of money, takes a chance on, and then maybe tries to flip at the trade deadline. Whereas it's not – for the Padres, the fit for me 
would have to be as a as a little bit of a discount because they loved pitching in San Diego, and hey, maybe they did. Does it change for you at all? Because I'll tell you, my my brain has kind of flipped a little bit. Um, when you looked at the first half of the season, you look at the second half of the season, you see how far you got when you got hot at the right time. You beat a couple of really, really good teams, and then you kind of ran out of steam. You ran out of pitching. Um, but I, I, does it change anything to you? Do Should we be massively disappointed if spring training starts and you know we didn't go out and get the top-tier guys that we wanted? I There's a part of me that says, man, let's, let's see what we can do. We know how active A.J. can be uh, at the deadline. Like a Manaya in the four and a Martinez, I'm not furious with with that as my starting five to start a season. You, you don't want to get too far behind, obviously, but I I think we've got the talent to to not get too far behind. Yeah, I think if that's if that's what you go into the season with, you're going to need other signings just to bolster the depth. Whether sure. it's a swingman type, whether it's a four A type, because that's what the Padres don't have right now that they had maybe going into last season was, was the seven deep rotation. And that was, that just proved so valuable in so many ways throughout the course of the season. Some of them not, not even quantifiable. The fact that the bullpen was able to kind of be preserved throughout the season because yeah. your starters are going like the reason you're allowed, you can go you Darvish for seven innings early in the season and not overtax him is because you have a six man rotation. And then it's when the team get closer to crunch time. I thought the the way the Padres, Formatted their rotation throughout the course of a of a 162 game season last season was pretty close to perfect in terms of getting the most out of your guys when you want them, like getting the most out of your big guys when you when you need it. Now, if they're going to go into the season with with say Nick Martinez as the four and maybe Sean and I competes for the five, I would just want. I mean, you can find other guys. There's other guys in this market who are fringe guys, maybe coming off iffy seasons. Who there's some upside there. So um, I, I would expect the Padres to be most active in the pitching market more than any more than any of the of their other positional needs. Uh, but I mean, we'll, we'll kind of see how this plays out. The thing that we learned from last season is that going into a year with five starting pitchers, the last two seasons really, going into a year with five starting pitchers isn't isn't probably enough. That's true. Talk, Good point. Talking to AJ Casavell, uh, covering the Padres for MLB.com. Last thing for me, AJ. Uh, what are you hearing on Jackson Merrill, Padres' top prospect in his stint in the Arizona Fall League? And do you think he'll still be a part of the Padres organization come opening day, or will he he be someone that that AJ trades away for for big league pieces now? He's good. That's what I'm hearing. Um, he uh, it, it's interesting during the playoffs this season because the Padres needed that kind of lefty bat off their bench. I had someone say like, "Oh man, if he were just one year, one more year along, I could see AJ." Just bringing him up for the postseason because he needs the lefty bat that can hit. He can hit. He can do a lot of things athletically, defensively. Um, I think in terms of like a major blockbuster trade, you're going to need to get something really good for Jackson Merrill because of his feeling and what the Padres, the way the Padres feel about him. Um, I know the Padres have made several blockbusters recently. I would say they are they are less likely to do so this offseason than they were at the trade deadline. Now that being said, at the trade deadline, I think we all kind of thought they were going to do something big, but. Um, Right now, they're probably a little more comfortable with where their roster sits and potentially filling in around the edges. But it's also AJ Preller, so I wouldn't, I wouldn't be surprised if he went out and did anything. Do you see something happening in the next day or two? I know there's uh, some rumors out there with the roster protection deadline tomorrow that some trades could go down. Anything you're kind of hearing imminent? I, I don't know about imminent, but I know that the roster protection deadline is tomorrow, and the non-tender deadline is the 18th, and so I, I guess that would be Friday. And so I would expect. 
minor transactions to happen at this time of and that's that's always what happens this time of year. Um so the Padres got Jorge Alfaro last season because they were in a roster crunch in Miami and Alfaro was there and, and available for very, very cheap. So I would always keep my eye out. The Padres are always looking to kind of find value in these in, in these kind of windows of the off season. Good stuff, AJ. I will catch up with you, I'm sure, at the winter meetings. But until then, have a nice uh, month of November. Yes. Happy World Cup. Thanks, buddy. You too. Or not happy if you're uh, protesting Qatar, as we were just talking about earlier. AJ Casavell on our Premier Chevrolet of Carlsbad fan hotline. Save money the right way with Premier Chevrolet of Carlsbad. Visit them today in the Carlsbad Auto Mall. Chevrolet, find new roads. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.